Taco Boy. Welcome, everyone. You hearing that jingle means it's time for another Taco Boys podcast. Disclaimer, that's not our real jingle. That's right. It's that our would be jingle. something if it was. <laughs> Pardon? Exactamente. I'm Taco Boy 1. And I'm Taco Boy 2. Well, yeah, I was, was going to let yeah, him say his I, name. No, I was about to let you say oh. your intro. I'm Christian. I'm Jonathan. And we are the Taco Boys. That's us. We're coming to you from Lynchburg, Virginia. That's right. Changing scenery today just for you lovely people. And uh, just so that we could look out the window and gaze upon Liberty Land wow. itself. That's right. If you're in Lynchburg right now, give us a little shout out. We'll come meet Ooh. you. We're going to Rookies later. You like some oh, cookies? Oh, that's right. Rookies, you know? Mm, I forgot about. I forgot about us going there. That's right. Which I do want to say, when we were talking about going there today... I was very confused and thought it was a taco stand when you first said it. No, 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 no. And we stood in line there one time, and that entire time we stood in line, I thought it was a taco stand. Really? Yes. Oh, my word. Yeah, that's what I was... I thought I told you. No, no, no. That's crazy. Well, you might have told me, but I think I just, knowing that it was like a stand... I just immediately went to tacos. I'm just bringing like, you to. It was like 10 o'clock at night. I was still going to eat some tacos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's never too late for tacos. And shame on me for thinking that. I know. My gosh. It, and that's what our motto is for our podcast. It's never too late for tacos. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Happy November, everyone. Happy November. Hope you had a good little Halloween trick-or-treating in. Treat, treating it. <laughs> treating it? Is that, yeah, is that yeah. how you say it in the I past tense of to trick or treat? Yeah, uh, I used to do the treating it. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's after Halloween. We're sitting here in November. That's right. Breaking out our flannels and nice winter jackets. Jonathan was rocking a, whew, <laughs> a hot piece, if I may say, earlier. <laughs> I responded like I was complimenting myself, like, shoot! Oh, he looks so good! Look at that jacket! Those of you who are wondering, we mentioned this jacket in a previous podcast where where Jonathan's been trying. It was the one we recorded um, when we talked about the bed and and the cat underneath the. Yes, Mm -hmm. you're right. Yeah, the pumpkin spice stuff. That's right, pumpkin spice, still available. So, you know, if you want that, go ahead and rush out to your local Starbucks. Yeah. Get in that line. Or just anywhere that has one. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Not paid to, or not paid to, not paid for by, by dude, We are not it. sponsored? I don't know what, <laughs> yeah, that's basically just a bit. We're not sponsored right now. <laughs> We're just encouraging you to go get what you want. Yeah. Because sometimes you need people in their life to tell you to go do that. And I tell you what you want. <laughs> what you really, really want. Wow. You like that cover I just did? Wow. Oh. Dang. Good segue. I, I feel very proud of that right now. You should. I So today, if you can't tell by my amazing segue... That's right. We're going to be talking about music covers. That's right. Musical covers. Not like bed covers or anything like that. We're talking mm-hmm. music right now. That's right. And uh, I, I feel like this is an area that both of us have a lot to say about. Oh, absolutely. That's why we're talking about it. <laughs> We've dedicated a whole podcast because we want to talk about this. Yes, yeah, really. I mean, that's what each of these podcasts are pretty much. The like... brilliant segue to stating the obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like my segue was squandered. <laughs> and just, we want to talk about it. So here we are. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, Jonathan, go ahead and get us started. Well, I think first... I'm going to give a very basic definition of what a music cover is because okay. we're, we're making the assumption that That's people fair. know. That's right. We don't know that they know. So okay. a music cover is where another artist goes and they get the royalties and the rights to record or perform live another person's song. Mm-hmm. That was a good definition. That was wonderful. I'm, I'm yeah. on fire on this I would one. I would dare say that most people don't even do that much. Yeah. They just are like, I'm just going to play this other person's song. Yeah. And I think it really just depends on what your purpose with the cover is. Because, like, if you're going to sell, like, let's say that I wanted to do a cover of, ooh, you ready? Monster Mash. You know, right after Halloween. Let's say I want to do a cover of that. Well, I would have to go, if I wanted to sell it and get the rights, and then also pay for the ability to record it and Mm -hmm. sell it. Because if I sold something that wasn't mine, it would be stealing. That's right. Um, 
But then people post covers on YouTube. They post <clears> them <throat> on SoundCloud. They mm-hmm. post them just on Facebook. Everywhere. And all that stuff is like, you're okay to do that because you're not making any money off of it. You're kind of just putting it out there. Right. Unless so, you are making money off of it. In yeah, so that's what a cover is, basically. Yeah. And we both have experience with, with cover songs. Mm-hmm. And, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's a majority of musicians. Yeah. Um, I think that's how anyone starts almost learning. You pretty much either started... If, if I may, um, I, I learned the recorder <laughs> when I was younger. Who and did not so learn the recorder. I, I, yeah, especially if you're homeschooled, you know. You, Shout out to Pam Matherly for uh, teaching that's me right, Pamela. the recorder. Thank you, the recorder. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, Jersey (laughs) coming out of you. I didn't even mean to. That wasn't like a bit. I literally just said it like that. That's all right. I loved it. And and so like one of the first songs that I learned was Hot Cross Buns. Mm. That's right. One of the buns so cross. Yeah. Yeah. And so technically the best way to learn a song, to learn an instrument, to learn a song, to learn a song is to play it. Yes, absolutely, Christian. (laughs) If you can't tell, the two Taco Boys are almost out of commission (laughs) today. We we are having some real technical difficulties in our own Uh, uh, thinking patterns. That's right. Yeah, so the best way to learn an instrument is you learn by playing other people's music from the very beginning. Uh, Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a person, well, maybe... Possibly. I mean, I'm not going to say never. I would say there has been, but it's very, very, very rare that a person has been like, oh, I want to learn guitar. The first song I ever played on the guitar was one I wrote. Mm. I, You know, you have to learn from experience. Yeah. And with that experience, you grow as that's a right. musician. Ooh. Yeah. And so, and, that, and that's kind of like where we're going to dive into today. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, we we kind of had discussed this before. Yeah. And we we didn't discuss it a whole lot because we were like, we're going to save this for a podcast. Right. But I think one of the biggest functions of a cover... Well, I'll, how about this? I'll start from when I remember starting yeah. to cover things. Was... Um, I remember there being a Matt Carney song. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what Matt Carney song it was. Hmm. I, I was trying to think of it. But I remember thinking, I want to learn how to play it. This was your first cover? I, uh, maybe not, but this is the most specific one oh, that okay, I remember. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it's definitely the first one I ever posted. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Either that or it was Need to Breathe's uh, song. It was Need to Breathe's song, More Time. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was one of those two. But either way, I remember that I had been learning guitar and... I remember that I had learned one of those songs hmm. and I wanted to be able to record it and show Christian mm. and and other people and just be like, look, I learned this song. Yeah. And I remember sitting down with a Guitar Hero microphone. Nice. That was USB. A little USB microphone. Yeah. And I remember I plugged it into my Acer laptop Ooh. and I was like, crap, I don't have a recording software. So I was like, uh, okay. So I ended up going and... <laughs> the voice, I, yeah. committing to the middle school voice again. Yeah, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta stay on track with that one. Uh, so I was like, I've gotta go get Audacity for free online. And Audacity's just this free recording software that does the basics. Does what you need. Exactly. Needs and so what you does. I remember that... <laughs> what? Uh, I remember that I... Didn't know anything about miking a guitar. I didn't know anything about equalization. Mm. And I had mastering. one microphone that came from an Xbox game. <laughs> and I just I don't even know how I mic'd it. I just put it in front of the guitar, played I into imagine, it. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, oh, there's a reverb setting. And I just cranked that bad boy all the way <laughs> Crank it all the way. And I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> and I've never turned it down. Yeah, and so then I, I remember I sang into it. But I also remember that I had this moment of, oh, no, well, I'm, I'm in this house with the rest of my family. What if they hear me singing this song? <laughs> so I was, like, singing, like, like just mumbling my way through it because i was like what if someone walks in and here's me but i'm totally gonna show them this song later like it didn't make any sense yeah dude it's 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 weirdly embarrassing to record stuff yeah 
Because you sound when you're monitoring the whole process, and like you get to the vocal part, you have. You know all the instruments there and all That's the percussion, true. and so when you're monitoring, you're like, "All right, oh, I hear myself man. singing," I sound but to sick. everyone else, you're just like, "And I will always love you." Sorry about that peakage there, everyone. But <laughs> really, so, just needed you to get the example yeah. of Jonathan, a little twelve-year-old Jonathan, singing into his rock band microphone. It's probably more like. Oh, <laughs> like just muffled to just the heavens. But yeah, go on. Uh, but what's cool about that is <laughs> you like the voice crack. I just decided to really go for an accurate twelve. Year. That's um, right. So what's cool about that is that I can go back and find those covers still. Oh yeah, and I can listen to it. And it's funny because I don't even think about like how bad the quality is. Mm. I just listen to how different my voice is and how different my playing is, mm. and it's kind of weird. Huh. But I just remember for the first like little bit, the reason I was doing covers was because I had learned a song and mm. I was happy that I had learned it. Yeah. And I was wanting to send it to people, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to be like, "Look, I know how to play this song." Yeah. So um, that's mainly what I remember about starting that process. Yeah, I mean, I remember consistently on a weekly basis receiving almost videos or recordings of you learning new songs. And because of that, um, I was just like, well, dang, John's getting really good at his little instruments and just <laughs> learning. guitar, your Yeah, I know. It is kind of weird. And like to look back at that, and I actually researched that Guitar Hero microphone mm-hmm. because I was like, why did that have an okay quality? And I found out they're made by Logitech. Oh, wow. So it was just a Logitech USB microphone Dang. that just had the Guitar Hero label on it. Well, that's lovely. You like that little bit of research? You weren't expecting that. I word. wasn't. I took a miniature applause. <laughs> Ooh. I'm snapping because it's like <laughs> yeah. jazz. Yeah. Ooh, that's a jazzy boy. But... <laughs> Yeah, well, and and so part of me wants to share, like, my experience. So Mm -hmm. I never really did covers that much. And even, like, learning songs, I kind of, being the person that I am, despised the fact of, like, learning covers and hated learning other people's songs because I'm like, what's the point of playing someone else's song when you could just write your own music? Meanwhile, Jonathan's like, I've recorded 25 covers this yes, week. Yes, I seriously. And I would get so mad because I'd see Jonathan getting like insanely good at his instruments. And I'm just like, how are you getting so good? And it's because he's learning all of these songs where he's having to push himself and actually spend time practicing his instrument rather than just sitting and playing three chords over and over again, trying to think of lyrics to a song. Hmm. <laughs> um, which is what I really wanted to get into with covers is the fact that you can learn so much from a cover and and being in music in in music school as i am um the one thing i've learned the most from a majority of my friends is that they will say that every time like if there's one piece of advice they'd have for people apart from all of it is just play other people's music Hmm. because you get so much more experience when you play someone else's song because you're learning to let go of like kind of who you are in a sense and just learn those techniques. And then as you learn those techniques, when you start applying them, you then put your twist upon those techniques that you've stolen in a sense from other people. And one of my teachers actually says like, good artists create, but great artists steal. And so it's just like, if you can actually take someone else's thing that they did and do it better than them, no one cares about the person who did it first. They just care about who did it best. I I remember a technique that I learned because of a cover. <laughs> In case you didn't know this, Christian just smacked a uh, a mossy oak version of a Yeti cup. That was my cowbell. Yeah, it just was ice <laughs> falling all over the place. And not all over the place. I don't even know why I said that. I'm just lying on the podcast. <laughs> like, it was ice everywhere. You wouldn't believe it. We had to clean Whoa. it up so fast. <laughs> but, um, we, I remember a technique I learned because of a cover. Okay. 
And it was that I wanted to learn um, the A Team by Ed Sheeran. Oh, and really? I, yeah, and Damn. I remember I did not know how to hammer on, <laughs> like hammer on, but also oh, smack like the strings with my thumb. And it, this, there's no video of this podcast, but I'm over here demonstrating how to smack a guitar with my thumb <laughs> on my own stomach. So uh, I wanted to be able to just like do that. And now I do that all the time. And it's like your signature move. And it's a whoo. Yeah. So take that edge here. And I stole it from you and it's mine forever until someone steals it from me. Christian steals it next week. That's right. <laughs> it's, like, wow. it's like joint custody. We're just like passing it's that back joint custody. Um, so I remember that was a reason that I hmm. learned a technique that I love. Yeah. Is that I was doing a cover and I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I remember the first time I actually did a cover, I was with Jonathan and we did. Really? I don't, what did we do? Winter Winds oh, by shoot. Mumford yeah, and yeah, Sons. Yeah. And, uh, it's still out there on the internet. <laughs> yes, it is. It is still out there. I, I actually went back and found that the other week. Yeah, That's, I listened to it. The I other forgot week that too was well. the. <laughs> I still remember one thing that happens in that recording. Oh yeah. Was that we both hit two different chords on the part where it's like overcome like that, and I hit like a, like an E minor on my banjo, and you hit like a G or a C actually, and which then threw our harmonies as well because we recorded the whole thing live around like I think just two mics. Oh yeah, for and sure. I just remember that our harmony. It was mind. so bad. It was so bad. It was. I mean, even going back, you just in the moment you think you're the coolest yeah. person in the world. And we're like, and you're like staring at each oh other, like gosh. monitoring, like yeah. we are the new Mumford and Sons. We've done it. We are Jonathan and Christian. Yeah. Beware our musical prowess. Prowess. <laughs> Try prowess. Is it prowess? <laughs> He's <a> prowess. Right. <laughs> He's like, stop the podcast. We've got to restart. <laughs> Well, it's just in my mind, I'm also thinking like musical powers, oh. <laughs> it's just like powers, powers. And powers, and so I just put it together, and it just came out. I just went into like a Stephen from Nacho impersonation. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Um, eagle powers. Summon your yeah. Summon your eagle powers. Uh, your eagle prowess. <laughs> yeah. Summon, summon your eagle prowess. Anyways, Anyways. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jonathan, go into that point um, that you were bringing up earlier. Oh, which point? <laughs> like, which point are we talking The one where I just said that that was where I learned a lot. From covers? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, I think that, you know, we're almost on two different sides with this. Yeah. You know, you didn't cover, which I think that's good for the conversation, mm-hmm. because I like covers, mm-hmm. personally, because it, like, helped me learn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also... It's pretty much what taught me how to record anything. Like, I'm by no means a professional recorder or, like, a any... It, I don't know enough about mastering or EQ and, or anything like that. But I definitely know more now than I did. Mm-hmm. And that was just out of my interest coming out of, you know, recording covers. Mm. I would... Um, I remember the first test I did with multiple instruments was I covered Concerning Hobbits. Mm. And I played a piano part, and I played a guitar part, mm. and I played a bass. Wow. And I was like, three instruments, all right. <laughs> all right. And then it just kind of, you know, <clears throat> I just kept doing covers just for years. Yeah, I mean, you're still doing covers. I still do them, and I, I do them more to just now see if I can. You know, and so if you're able to replicate what it is, yes, people are doing because that also like it helps me to come up with ideas. Mm. Like I, um, you know, this past year I put out the little album that I made, mm-hmm. and I haven't I haven't done an album in like a, probably two years, I think it was, mm. but I was um, listening to a lot of uh, like bleachers and stuff and listening to how they layered vocals, but I also had been listening to a lot of Rivers and Robots and mm. how a lot of their music was really chill. And so I would, like, test record covers 
Mm-hmm. And then eventually I was just like, I want to, I want to write an album like this. Yeah. And then it just kind of started. Yeah. So in that sense, I think covers, you know, they kind of inspired me to write music. Yeah. And it's by <clears throat> no means like amazing music, mm. but it's like, you know, it's something that I can call my own. Yeah. But it came out of something that wasn't my own. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it took me till about two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago when I finally did my own cover and actually recorded it. Um, was which, it the One Republic? No. Well, which one was it? I, I mean, Benjamin and I would do songs because those of you who don't know, Benjamin is Jonathan's younger brother. Yeah. Um, shout out to him. Shout Lovely out to Benjamin. Man. Just got married. Congratulations. Congratulations. Woo, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, marriage is great. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, well, that's <laughs> no, right. actually, I don't know. He does. I probably won't. That's okay. That's all right. Anyways, yeah. So I did a song um, called Broken Horse by the Freelance Wells, um, which is this pretty pretty indie band. They're pretty great. If you don't know them, look them up. There's this one album called Weather Veins that they have mm. that re- I really enjoy. Um, and that had, I did guitar, I did banjo, and then I did like this little xylophone kind of deal mm, in it. Yeah. Um, and then I did a couple of different layers of harmonies and everything because I'd finally figured out how to do that in my life. <clears throat> and it was really cool like because I was actually really impressed that I was able to make something that I'm still proud of to yeah. this day, actually, um, even though it's not out there. <laughs> Ooh, an exclusive. <laughs> That's right. If you've heard it, it's come from being with me in person. <laughs> or a text message. <laughs> That's right. I think I got it through a text file. Yeah, yeah. I, without a doubt, I would have sent you that. Um, but yeah, and so finally when I did that, I immediately, I think the next day or within the next couple of days, did another cover um, immediately just to like and that really did help me figure out how I wanted to think but from that point I actually haven't really done serious covers since then I've just been working on my own music in a way and and now I'm actually seeing the importance of I think I need to return <clears throat> to actually doing covers again because I've gotten so caught up in like my writing being something that I want other people to like so much that it just stops my writing process because I, I, yeah. I care more about the opinion. And so what I need to do is go, okay, these are songs that I enjoy. If I do them in, in my own style, even <clears throat> yeah, I don't have to worry about lyrical content. I don't have to necessarily worry, worry about my cordage that I'm using. I can just play it and let it be something of mine and be received rather than it being 100% of, hey, this is who Christian is. This is something Christian wrote. We're right. going to judge it and either hate or love it. It's it's It softens the blow if you're wanting to get your music out there. If you're wanting to get who you are, covers right. enable you to just kind of dip your toes yeah, 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 for sure. in the pool of producing and even recording. <clears throat> that and, you know, it you can receive feedback and it's less intense. Yeah. Because like, like take for example, if I recorded a cover and I was like, I'm going to do my own spin on it, blah, 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 this is mm-hmm. it. And Christian looks at me and he's like, you know what? I, I don't know that I like this. No, like chorus lyrics, we'll wear that out. So like, the thing is I didn't write it. You know? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I, I might have done my own spin on it and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's way easier to receive than if mm-hmm. I wrote a full song and like worked on it like crazy. And Christian looked me in the eyes and was like, "I don't like it." Yeah, and you know, it and it may be the case, but it's still like it's different. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, it's a crutch, but it's also like not a bad crutch. Sometimes you need a crutch if you one of your legs isn't working. Learn how to walk again. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I also. That was one of the ways I learned harmony was when I did a mm. Beach Boys project. Mm. And that was also where I learned double tracking vocals mm. because I watched so much about Brian now, what, Wilson. What are double tracking vocals? Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like we're just having this conversation and then I remember like, crap, what if someone doesn't know what that means? That's right. That's why I'm asking the questions. Well, so double tracking. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait a second. So double tracking vocals is basically where you, you know, sing your your whole melody you know mm-hmm. and let's say i'm singing i don't know surfing usa mm. i would be Classic. like 
everybody's gone surfing, surfing USA. And it would just be like, okay by itself. Mm-hmm. But then Brian Wilson would do this thing where he would go back in and sing that same melody a second time. And you can never sing a line exactly the same. It's always going to be some sort of vocal difference. Mm. But then combining those, you end up with this really cool effect that's almost like a chorus or a reverb. But, you know, let's say that you had one note that went a little flat. Well, the other vocal that you recorded is on key. It just makes like this kind of this difference to it. And Brian Wilson did that a lot. And he double tracked every harmony and everything. Mm. So there were four of them. But in reality, he might would have like eight vocal tracks. Mm. And they were paired up. So that was where I learned that from. Wow. Was I was recording a Beach Boys cover project. Hmm. And I just remember I recorded one of them and it was uh I was like, why does this seem so empty? Mm. <laughs> Not emotionally, <laughs> but I was like, everything <laughs> just feels so empty. <laughs> Where's the fulfillment? Where's the meaning? <laughs> <laughs> This whole project's so empty. <laughs> Someone come help me. There's nothing here. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I was like, why does it sound empty? Like, there's no... It sounded just different. Yeah. And so I, I looked it up. And then I was like, oh, I gotta sing it a second time. And then suddenly I was like, there's the business. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you look it up and you were just like, why does my Beach Boys cover sound so empty? <laughs> It was like, because you're not Brian Wilson. Because you're not Double No, I remember I looked up, uh, I was like, how did the Beach Boys record vocals? And then it popped up. So I was was always like really happy with that project. Oh, for sure. Because I learned a lot that way. Yeah, and without a doubt, it's... It's cool to see how much the covers you do when you're younger influence your style today. Yeah. And without a doubt, like there's always going to be a Beach Boys ambiance I can't to, Jonathan's, to Jonathan's style. I literally will try not to. And then I'll be like, you know, it would sound pretty good right there. Some double tracked vocals and a lot of harmonies. <laughs> I remember one song that I did where I, I went a little overboard. I'm not going to lie. I did 28 vocals. Oh, my gosh. And I remember being exhausted afterwards. And I was like, that was a mistake. I did it. I sang all of them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was amazing. <laughs> but then, but there is a bad side to covers. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've got to talk about this, too, where, you know, it is a good crutch, mm. in a sense, because mm-hmm. you learn from it. Mm. But then... You know, I kind of, I fell into the trap a little bit Mm. and I thankfully tried to get back out of it Mm -hmm. of only doing covers, Mm -hmm. never trying to branch out and create something on my own. Mm. So I I like leaned on that crutch for like four years where I was just like, I can't write music myself. Mm. You know, what if people don't like it? And like just the, the fear of not wanting people to not like what I created. Yeah. And then it ended up being that I just never created anything mm-hmm. until I got out of that. And I think, you know, we talked about this a little bit today mm-hmm. and we saved it for the podcast too, obviously, because yeah. we're like, whoa, we got to stop it. But yeah. Christian, I want to hear your thoughts on that side. Oh, yeah. I, well, I was talking to Jonathan um, about this band called Anthem Lights, um, who I think released two albums. Uh, one. It, are you sure it was just the, one? I think it was two. I think they've done two albums. I'm gonna I'm gonna search it. <clears throat> yeah, look it up. But so they did at least one album. I'm pretty sure it was two, where they wrote songs and then they presented them in their boy band style, and they had basically one good one, which is "Can't Get Over You." Um, oh, sorry, I don't want to get banned for copyright. <laughs> yeah. and, and that one, and there was this other one, I think, called Circles. Um, but now they have since turned into basically a cover band. Yeah, for sure. And All right, you ready? Yeah, go on. They have Anthem Lights, which came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. All original stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were also on Sony's record label already, but as a Christian group. Yeah. Then they had an album in 2014, so three years later. Mm -hmm. But between those three years, 
from what I'm seeing, they released two cover albums. Wow. How many songs is that in, like on those? On the cover albums? Yeah. Dude, I... Like, I think it was 11 on their first one is what I saw. Yeah. And then I think it was nine on the but, second. And so what What kind of... And, 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 and here's the thing. They do their the covers really well. Uh-huh. Like, they're they're extremely talented people. And I'll give them that. But it, but it really started to irk me when now that's all they do is just release these, these covers and these mashups of songs. Because I remember there was, like, the first time they did a mashup. And it was insane and it was like the 2012 or 2013 yeah. like mashup and it was from that moment on they were like oh, this is how we're, we're making money and we're just gonna do it and yeah. we're gonna do it forever and now they just kind of take the most popular either christian or non-christian songs and then just mash them together and i'm like i, I guess that's cool but i don't feel like you're doing much and you know those guys are from liberty actually i just <laughs> thought of that we're talking about liberty boys here <laughs> Poor guys. Anyway, yeah, they're super talented. It's just interesting because, y- you know, we know they're talented. We also have seen evidence that they have written music, and it's or, not bad music. Or someone wrote music for them, which they performed. Right. And so, either way, they have original music. So, I'm looking here. We've got Anthem Lights covers. Then we have Anthem Lights covers part two. Mm-hmm. Covers part three. Each of these are about eight songs. Mm-hmm. Covers part four. Then they were like, okay, we got to stop the Roman numerals. So then they were like, we've got you covered, volume one. <laughs> then when they've got, we've got you, vo- we've got you, volume. We've got you covered, <laughs> volume two. Oh my gosh. Then they did Better Together, a mixtape that's also covers. Then they have Hymns, which is covers as well, which Hymns, that's a little loophole, public domain type stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, hymns and hymns volume two. Then we've got you covered three. Then they did worship covers. Yeah. Then they did a hymns covers. Then they did a <clears throat> Disney. Then they did Old Town Road. Then they did Rocket Man. Then they did America the Beautiful. Then Sucker and Burning Up. And then Perfect. And then A Star Is Born. Okay, yeah. So it's and just it's too much. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> much so that like they've just turned into this cover mashup band and they're no longer even like i don't even people know if they have original songs what if the rest of the podcast i had just listened <laughs> for like 20 minutes all the they also they also and i'm like thank you yes <laughs> like let it be hey jude dare you to move meant to live bohemian rhapsody <laughs> mama mia here we go again thanks for joining us on the time <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it just fades out and ends and then it like fades into episode six and i'm like you say turn 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 emo melody <laughs> medley the bad part is he's still listing off actual covers yes, that they did not he's not making up, up ones to prove my point i'm no. about to turn it around to christian and oh, show yeah, him yeah, what yeah. i'm scrolling you just it's a plethora of scrolling it's just too much yes it's a good thing you practice those thumb base things you can swipe so easily <laughs> um but yeah and so there's there is there's that like part which this is also my opinion but it's kind of like frustrating when i'm like you gotta do more yeah and 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 here's the good side is there's shane and shane Mm. who Mm. also kind of in between writing they do release songs and they do their own stuff but have also done this worship initiative yeah yeah yeah. that's like they've made like a separate thing which is really awesome right and this is getting into a point that jonathan had brought up yeah Um, i uh we were sitting at moe's because we had some pre taco boy tacos that's right actually more like crunch wraps and anyway it was taco s but um I just made the point. I said I was thinking about it last night at worship team practice. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, worship teams are like weekly cover bands." Yeah, I mean, like not not all the time, you yeah. know. Like no. there are people that write music, and yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's it's something that you know our our team has been thinking about is like the the wanting to write stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, on a weekly basis. You've got church churches everywhere yeah. covering stuff, but they're covering it well most of the time. Yeah, oh, and it's and it's also not necessarily like the you don't think of it as covers because in yeah. reality, what you're doing is worship. And I know the reason why I thought about it last night. Yeah, was 
so we were doing the song Yes and Amen. Yeah. And that was written by, uh, it's not a name drop, it's just a fact, but a buddy, Chris McClarty, that I've been talking to. And I, I'm taking a selfie. I took a selfie with uh, my friend Blake, and it was just us pointing at the screen. And I sent it to Chris just saying, hey, look, we're doing your song. And as I sent it, I was like, oh, man, we are covering his song. Yeah. Like, it's not just like some song that just floated out of nowhere. <laughs> we were like, here is Yes and Amen. Yeah. Which is a great song. I love that song. But I was like, we're just, we're covering it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Covering it for worship and for a congregation. Right. But it's still a cover. Absolutely. Which is what the majority of worship songs are and what hymns, and that's the whole point, is it's written to be sung by people. And that's why people yeah. write songs in general. So that other people can in turn sing them themselves. <laughs> unless wow. unless you're Mariah Carey, then you're like, I'm going to hit some impossible notes that no one will be able to sing with me. Only for me. She's like... <laughs> like those whistle notes. Did you want to wish someone else a Merry Christmas? <laughs> and I, I almost went into gonna have myself. It's a Queen song. I don't, don't. I can't even finish. Anyway, that's brilliant. That'd have been hilarious. We're gonna create a mashup. Uh, all I want for Christmas is you. And uh, don't that's stop right. me now by Queen. Be looking out for the new Taco Boys cover up. <laughs> With anthem lights, <laughs> featuring yes and amen. What if we just covered one of anthem light songs and we're like, "How's it feel?" <laughs> they probably would love it yeah. and then cover it. They're in like turn. more listeners for us. We're still getting paid, <laughs> right? Yeah, and so when it comes to, I think worship and all of that, we just we don't think about it in the same sense as like, "Oh, these people are putting on this song that someone else has wrote, wrote has written." Yeah, and. It's ultimately because we're doing it not to show others, hey, look at this song, but more like, man, we want to sing this song because it's so good and we want to lift it up to God. Yeah, it's like based off of truth and wanting to lead people to thinking about the topic. Mm -hmm. So it's different, but the same. Same, same, but different. Right. And I I just think that's really interesting how I've never thought of that until yesterday. That's right. But, and that's why <clears throat> to do, I guess, a proper worship, you're supposed to pay rights for the songs that you're CCLI. doing. That's right, CCLI. That there's a lot of, a lot of the background that some people don't know, uh, some of our listeners don't know, is that like when you're singing the songs in church, you can't actually just sing them technically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but if you're doing it in such a large uh, congregation and coverage, you're supposed to pay the rights so that the original yeah. people can feed their families. Yeah, I mean, it, it's usually like a service um, that you just, you pay one, like a church will pay one solid price, I think, for mm-hmm. the whole year. It depends on the Because yeah. you mm-hmm. estimate, you know, how many Sundays you've got, how many songs you're going to do, and then, you know. How many congregants you have. Yeah, and, and, you know, you search this database of what songs are in there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like take for example, when we decided to do Yes and Amen, you search it in the database, it pops up, you know you're good to use that song. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning where the, uh, I almost said PowerPoint, the pro presenter slide is, um, yeah, we're like using PowerPoint like like back in the day in Every youth group. Week, yeah. <laughs> we're we, like frantically totally typing. Oh, crap, you're right. Oh, no, we're going to be arrested. <laughs> you just hear someone like, <laughs> oh, get out of there. <laughs> the cops. It's that's us. <laughs> you know, that's how the cops always greet. They bust your door down and say, it's us, the cops. <laughs> We're here because you didn't use CCLI. You know how many bands out there in high school or like Sunday school were just Man. illegally using all of these songs? Yeah. And you just are like, well, I hope the other people love God enough to not care that I'm not paying un- for usage. Unless, you know, I was just thinking about this. Yeah. If... If the church congregation had already gotten the ability to in big church, I'm putting big quotes around that because it's just what everyone calls it across the board now. I mean, literally. Yeah, it always surprised me. But anyway, 
if they already paid for it, I guess you're technically good, but you'd probably be fine. But in reality, it's something that I would now be like, oh, yeah, we should probably make sure we have (laughs) coverage. They probably should put put the credit at the beginning. Yeah, like blah, blah, blah. This is from Hillsong Music down in the corner. Time to do Marvelous Light again. But that's one of the best (laughs) things. Week one, Marvelous Light. Week two, Inside Out. Followed by Marvelous Light. <laughs> Week three, Happy Day. Ooh. And oh, happy day. Happy day. All right, no, no more. Yeah, no more. We can't. Uh, we're going to put a little description on CCFI rights. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like every week, you know, you've got just thousands upon thousands of cover bands up right. on the church platform. Yeah. That's right. And it's really awesome. Yeah. And they're learning things because, like, I know I've learned stuff from playing with the worship team at Hope. Yeah. And I'm definitely now a better guitar player than I was because mm. of having to learn certain things yeah. for certain worship songs. But it also kind of took the weird, like, oh, we're covering something. Mm. It adds like an in, like an incentive of like, mm. this is for, you know, God's glory and mm. that like using like talent mm-hmm. to point towards him and not towards myself it almost takes a pressure off of you mm. and ends up making you feel a little bit more like free to play really well or like i don't know how to explain it. it's kind of weird like yeah. i never thought about it until last night <clears throat> yeah i mean i would definitely say it gives you that like desire to learn it so that yeah. like you can do it well but it's it's also like you said it's not for yourself it's not so you could be like Hey Christian, look! I learned the lead for Lion and the Lamb. <laughs> That's it, no more. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Like Jonathan never sends me videos of him learning. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we we learned a new song last night, "Better" by Pat Barrett. Ooh, Pat Barrett almost makes me mad because he writes so many good songs, yeah. and every single one of them are good. Yeah, I'm a little jealous, but that's all right. Anyway, I didn't like send Christian a you know video of me being like, "Look, I learned how to play the chorus of better." That's by right, Pat Barrett. Nope, but send me a cover last week. So, <laughs> of did another I, song. Did I send you? a cover? It was either last week or the week before. Oh, because I started the Christmas project. Mm-hmm. That's I sent right. You, yeah, which is a whole another aspect of covers. That is, you've got hymns and you've got Christmas stuff. That's just like the big old public domain. Yes, welcome to the public domain, the land of covers, where the song is so old that the original writer is now deceased, and it stayed in copyright limbo for <clears throat> I don't even know how long it is. It's like really, really long. I don't. I and don't, then they I just free remember. it to where you're like you can cover it, you can do whatever you want with this song and the lyrics and you're not going to get arrested for it or sued. you're not going to hear knock knock we're the police you know? <laughs> it's us the police <laughs> but which is another cover song no, I'm just i uh yeah I, I just i feel like there's good and bad mm-hmm. to covers the good is that you learn a lot mm-hmm. the bad is that you can tend to use it like a crutch and never become creative yourself mm-hmm. which is easy to do because mm. you've got that yeah and it's kind of crazy because it's there's there's just two realms as well there's people that never actually do anything more than actually play other people's music right and that was a whole world that was never obvious to me because i have always had the intent of like some point I'm probably gonna write music. Yeah, I didn't I'll start turn, writing I'll turn music. Turn all this into an applied. Thing. Yeah, I didn't start writing music until like three years ago, yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, I remember when I was like 17 or 18, I wrote this song for this girl called um, "Lipless Dan." Oh man, and, uh, Jonathan I was there one. for that one, I and was. we did some intense harmonies and just like vocal layering on the bridge. <laughs> but what was the, it was, what was the line we were singing? It was Aaron Valique or whatever. Yeah, it was we, we we said something in like Latin or whatever because I was trying to be indie or whatever and like. Well, cool. I remember it was like that was a joke too. Like we I, found the humor in that part, right? But it was still just like whatever. Yeah, yeah. like it was uh, it was me trying to be cute for this girl Uh-oh. basically was the oh, moral man. of the story you know um but then <laughs> last year i was in group piano you know because that's where you go when you can't play the piano <laughs> group okay wait so i've got to stop you real quick yeah you've got to i've never been to music school yeah my wife 
music major. Mm-hmm. My friend, music major. It's like, I'm surrounded, but I know nothing of the world. That's right. So it's it's like group piano. That's right. Tell What's happening in that class? Well, there's about probably 12 to 15 pianos. Okay, see, that was what I was going to yeah, in my brain. Basically, Are it's a playing room at the same time? of pianos. Well, they're all technically like keyboards, so we all have headphones oh. so that no one actually can hear. And then there's this great switchboard where the professor stands and he can like link together everyone and everyone hears him. Oh. We all hear each other and he can switch and hear That's each cool. of us. Yeah, it's I really... just pictured him... Like listening There's to a room full of twenty grand pianos, twenty pianos just playing, and he's like, "One of y'all's doing bad, but I don't know yeah. which one." If I'm on pianos. three, everyone start and know it perfectly. All of you get Fs because I heard one bad note from one person, and I don't know who it was because yeah. it's twenty pianos. Yes, that's how it is. The professors are that bad. <laughs> I just pronounced both Fs. <laughs> Both Whoa. F's. <laughs> <laughs> Professor. <Ooh>, Breakdown. <laughs> so I went up to him and I talked to him about, I was just, I wasn't practicing in class. I was actually just writing something on the piano. And then I went up to him and I was like, hey, Professor, when you're writing music, Yo, prof- what do you do? And he's like, oh, Christian, I've never written any music. And I'm Whoa. like, what? Like, you are an insane pianist. Like, how have you never written anything? And he's just like, that's not, I mean, I didn't say that necessarily. Like, but very I was like, blunt with your professor. He's like, get out of my classroom. here, Mr. Professor. I am smarter than you. You have not written any music. I have. I'm in charge. <laughs> I'm the your degree. I have the doctorate now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the doctor now. Yes, exactly. And and he he just, it was like, that wasn't what he did. And then I realized most of the time, even in the classical realm, a lot of people never write music. They just play pieces that people have already orchestrated. Yeah. And they just get insanely good at doing that, but they don't even consider it. And it's like their whole lives are being cover artists. Yeah. And it's fantastic. I mean... Very true. I mean, we're looking at Anthem Lights. Like, we, we say it like... We're looking at you, Anthem We're looking at them. We actually have been roasting them while they're sitting in this room with us. We're, we're like, you say. see this? You can't write anything. <laughs> and it's like, we told you they went to Liberty. They're actually in here with us. That's why we came to Lynchburg. That's right. Was to roast Anthem Lights to their faces. I love how I take it a different stance with my microphone. <laughs> This power stance. I'm, like, I'm almost holding it like it's a ring mic yeah. that's dropped from the ceiling, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm about to take anthem lights out. I'm about to end this whole band's career right now." <laughs> now we we joke about them covering stuff, but in all honesty, they're making a killing doing it. Yeah, and I know that that's one of the motivations behind. It. It's like they know this is what people want us to do. This is what they yeah. want to hear us do. But I also do find it kind of interesting. I'm like, I know they're creative, and I know they've got some great techniques that yeah. could be applied to their own music that would be super cool to listen to. Right. And I'm just like, write music again, because yeah. no one knows you actually have original songs. <laughs> yes, because it's covered by a flood of covers. That's like, right. if I'm not even joking. Go to Apple Music or to Spotify. And look whatever up you... the Taco Boys. <laughs> yeah, look up the Taco Boys and subscribe. <laughs> Sub- I said subscribe. <laughs> What is, what is happening to us today? I don't know, but it sounded like you said it's signature vibe. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's signature vibe. That's what we're calling the podcast oh from now gosh. on, signature vibe. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Wow. We Hey, we did it. We stayed on topic. Yeah. We we had, hit some rough patches, but we got through. <laughs> we did it. We, well, you know, it's fine to hit a few little off trails because sometimes you got to go that way to see the view. That's right. You know, if you just stay on the same trail, you may miss something. You'll never find Narnia unless you search them closets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you'll see, never see the closet unless you veer off and take a left <laughs> at the end of the hallway. Following a tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't remember what happens in those movies. It's like, I don't Who know. Knows? It's like, I, you know what I wish would have happened in those movies? Yes. 
is that they go in the wardrobe and it turns into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> 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 they just it just turns into a better movie, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> and they're like, "We decided that we wanted to make a better movie, so y'all are actually not in Narnia." Peter, and then just, just like, immediately just killed. In the background, <laughs> it's my 111th birthday. Yeah. Well, it's like the characters walk out immediately killed by orcs, and then it just continues with the rest <laughs> of the Lord of the Rings like normal. And they're like, "Wait, what about those kids who walked through the wardrobe at the beginning?" Wrong wardrobe. Yeah, right. Y'all walk through like a chest of drawers. Wrong wardrobe. <laughs> That's what the movie is. We're gonna make that happen. We're gonna That's make right. a movie. It's gonna be our cover. Cover of uh, Lord of the Rings. Slash. It's called <laughs> Wrong Wardrobe. I said Wong Wardrobe. I almost mixed. That's hey. all right. Well, yeah. you know what? I think, I, think, I think we're done. Yeah. And Bye. No. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, Girl Scout. Thanks for joining us. I, I do have to bring up something that That's was right. really funny just talking about this this podcast and me ending abruptly. The other day I was on the Church Stories podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh, at the very end, Shama, um, one of the hosts, he says, all right, guys, does anyone have anything else to say? And just without missing a beat, for some reason, I just went, no. <laughs> and so they just continue. And then PD, the other host, he's like, I'm sorry. Did we, can we just talk about the fact that Jonathan just went, no. And, and so it was just so funny. I, and I did it intentionally. And they just cruised past it. So Dang. I just, you didn't cruise past it. And I'm proud of you. Of course not. For addressing it on the spot. because I care. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sure they care. Yeah. I'm just, sure they care. Yeah. Yeah. No They're doubt. caring guys. They're caring boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also yeah. this week, I saw a cow give birth. That's right. Got home. We'll address got out that of my next car, time on and, the podcast. Yeah. I, you know what? It's next Friday. Next Friday. Mm-hmm. I love the, I love that I almost started it. And then like as I'm starting, I'm like, you're like, you we got to end this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. You're right. I got off subject. That's right. Well, here we go. Ooh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> It's me, Taco Boy 2. Join me and my cohort, Taco Boy 1, next week. Uh, how do you... Never mind. Uh, I almost said, how do you say next week in Spanish? And I don't know. Anyway, follow us on at Taco Boy's Podcast on Instagram. And also, click the link below if you would like to uh, support us. And also, join us next week. Give us five stars. That's it. Good luck.